Join me on this quest of self-discovery and expression through poetry as I search to find my voice to build confidence and character. I will be sharing everything I encounter along the way. Now, it has been over 30 days since I began this journey. Um and I've been recording with uh, these uh, episodes for almost 2 weeks now. Um I'm very I'm very I don't know how what's the word for it. I could say glad or happy, but uh those are very much trapped emotions for what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is there's a sense of pride that I've I've managed this far. There's a sense of achievement. I've managed to I've I've kept my end of uh, delivering creating these even at a time when it felt like Jesus Christ what is this I don't want this anymore anyway without going too much into that I want to read another poem um I have encountered by the poet called Ewan Hill the poem is called Silence Inherited again the theme for this week's poetry is anger Now this poem explores anger as part of the identity as well just like the previous poem by Rage Hezeki the poem was called On Anger by Rage Hezeki they both explore poetry as part of the identity now I when I saw this poem it was a calling right away because let me just describe how the poem looks uh and i think one of these the 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 disadvantage of poetry is that it's more than just the sound it is the layout the visual it is a work of art as well as music and that can be really really hard to perform because even if you're performing it on a video or live stage the work of art still remains invisible and that is something that i am trying I want to capture I want to encapsulate. So the poem is called Silence Inherited and just at the quick glance of the poem you begin to notice that it's a very distinct it's very shattered. The words are all over the place. No word is distinct from another. All the words seem almost independent, detached, broken even. there's a very big use of spaces um and even more not worthy is some words are highlighted using italics um there's one word here in particular the poet used the word is beget and she described the word as a verb to procreate or to generate an offspring ideally especially of a male of a male parent if that makes sense so beget beget uh, almost as if to give birth in some sense and the poem does not use any capital letters there is no capital letters i've searched there is no capital letters all the i's all the first letters of the sentence there is no capital letters in some sense even the word o is replaced with a slash uh with a slash uh forward slash so it's a very very uh distinct broken um 
it's a very they sense it's a it's a very broken it's a shattered mirror um so just before I even read it that's the vibe that you get now i'm going to read this one twice simply because i practiced it yesterday but i did not practice it today before I start reading and that means some words and sentences how they flow i may miss it out so by reading on the second time the idea will be that um it will allow us to uh get the feel because uh i could stop this and then reread it but there's no pause button it's just recording and or stop if that makes sense anyway i'm going to read it once and then i'll read it again and hopefully you'll get the whole feeling now it's a bit of a long poem than my usual poetry that i read but i hope you like it because i felt drawn to it and i really love it i love the style of writing i love the identity created by the poet it speaks very clearly and i like that so the poem is called silence inherited by erwin hill A woman begets a woman and so on for thousands of years until a woman beget whatever i am a question mark with instinct and breasts my mother has a scar across her stomach equator comes from having a life cut out of you like a good woman she hated her body and like a good mother she taught me how she taught me laughter as a way to make a man feel bigger my voice as a way to make men feel bigger and i wonder if anger or fear is hereditary What I mean is I wonder if granny gave me something sharper than her cheekbones I first realized I first re- I first realized there was a girl when a man told me I was one I first realized I was not a girl when a man told me I was one I know what a man lying tastes like by now It's a kind of anger I know how to swallow. I am discovering so many kinds of anger these days. This is how hypermasculinity boils into fist. That's one. There's yelling and plate smashing and door slamming. That's another. or maybe just the same but louder the kind of anger that could pierce your ears and it would hurt but you'd make it something pretty there's pretty anger and crying anger and there's angry that is angry just afraid then this quiet anger open mouthed and soundless that sits chalky on the tongue 
dissolving like butter until it is small enough to swallow without choking. But sometimes it feels like you're choking. The kind you tuck under your pillow at night. That threads key between your knuckles like maybe it will keep you safe someday. The kind that knows how to feel unsafe like a good woman. Even if you aren't a woman anymore. He kind of anger that doesn't get unlearned. You know it's like riding a bike or whatever. You know it's like how not to trust a sees man like I have only had to learn some lessons once. It's their kind of anger I was taught to keep in my womb, to give to my daughter. The kind of anger you have to give birth to. The kind of anger or legacy that screams when it is born, before it learns that good girls don't scream, they swallow. Okay, so I'm going to be rereading that poem again. Um, hopefully without the mistakes this time. A woman beget a woman, and so on for thousands of years, until a woman begets whatever I am. A question mark with instinct and breasts, my mom has a scar across her stomach. Equator that comes from having a life cut out of you. Like a good woman, she hated her body. Like a good mother, she taught me how. She taught me laughter as a way to make a man feel bigger. My voice as a way to make Man feel bigger. And I wonder if anger or fear is hereditary. What I mean is, I wonder if Granny gave me something sharper than her cheekbones. I first realized I was a girl when a man told me I was one. I first realized I was not a girl when a man told me I was one. I know what a man lying tastes like by now. It's a kind of anger I know how to swallow. I'm discovering so many kinds of anger these days. There's how hypermasculinity boils into fists. That's his one. There's yelling and plates smashing and doors slamming. That's another. 
or maybe just the same, but louder. The kind of anger that could pierce your ears and it would hurt, but you'd make it something pretty. There's pretty angry and crying angry, and there's angry that isn't angry, just afraid. Then there's quiet anger, open-mouthed and soundless, that sits chalky on the tongue, dissolving like butter until it is small enough to swallow without choking. But sometimes it still feels like you are choking. The kind you tuck under your pillow at night, that threads key between your knuckles Maybe it will keep you safe someday. The kind that knows how to feel unsafe, like a good woman, even if you aren't a woman anymore. He kind of anger that doesn't get unlearned. You know it's like riding a bike. Or what, or, or whatever you know. It's like how not to trust a cis man. Like I've only learned to, I've only had to learn some lessons once. It's the kind of anger I was taught to keep in my womb, to give to my daughter. The kind of anger you have to give birth to. The kind of anger a legacy that screams when it is born before it learns that good girls don't scream, they swallow. <laughs>